What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Normal Guy Lazy Eye Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jared Magazine, just your neighborly normal guy who happens to have a lazy eye, connecting with a much cooler person with a much more exciting story to tell. And today, I'm super excited, right? Because I'll be honest, 38 episodes now, you've heard me say this before, I never thought we would be able to connect with some of the people that we have, right? And create some of the friendships that I have created. But it's episodes like today that I'm so excited to share because I love being able to connect with a friend from high school, a friend from college, someone from my childhood that has really stepped out and created an exciting and noteworthy career. And I am so excited to introduce many of you to Katie Stan. Now, Katie is a singer and songwriter out in our hometown of Orange County, California. She has released a bunch of new music since her first single came out in August of 2020. Now, Stanton, you may recognize the name if you've been following the podcast for some time. We actually had her brother, who is an NFL fullback, on the show a couple months ago, right before the Super Bowl. Now, this story is really, really cool for me to share with you guys, and I'm so excited for you to hear Katie on her journey. And so I'm going to kind of leave it up to you guys to listen and leave it to Katie to tell it. So without further ado, here is Katie Stanton. This is the Normal Guy Lazy Eye Podcast, a true eye-opening experience. All right, everybody, well, coming to the show is Katie Stanton. Katie is a singer and songwriter based out in Orange County, California. She's also the co-founder of AK Social Co., a social media agency. She's a fellow classmate of mine out in our days at Santa Margarita, and she joins the show today. Katie, thank you so much for coming on. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? We're, I'm doing good. You know, it's not, I mean, it's pitch black here in Boston. We're oh. doing this. It looks absolutely beautiful out there in Costa Mesa so I'm, I'm I'm a little jealous but other than that we're hanging in there spring is the seasons are real here and spring is here so we're excited good, good. awesome well we had your brother on earlier we talked about it a little bit before the show and like we're going to obviously talk about your music and how it all got started but yeah. before we dive into all that we want to try something new here obviously we're we actually talked about this before like we're a year post post pandemic starting we're still kind of in this pandemic world. And obviously like a lot of negativity in the world, a lot of bad things have happened, but I just wanted to like kind of flip the script here. We like to keep things positive on the show. So what has maybe been the best thing for Katie Stanton over the past year? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously the world has changed so much in the last year. So everyone's been living in unprecedented times and I've just feel so fortunate and privileged to have been able to use my energy and channel that to making music. So, you know, the best thing that's happened to me for sure in the last year is releasing music and being able to getting the chance to do that. So yeah, I feel really lucky. And, and the music that you are putting out, we'll get to it in a second. Like, <laughs> I just listened to love me like you never did. And pff, I mean, come on. How is like, we gotta, we, we're blowing these things up. We got to get these things going. Cause that was an amazing song. So congrats to you. Yeah. It's awesome to see you starting this music career. And I'm so excited to talk to you about it, but can you tell us a little bit about growing up in the sand household when we had Johnny on he talked a lot about going to practice all the time what was like what was your situation like growing up in the household I mean my family's awesome I I love my family and growing up as Johnny's little sister it was so much fun uh especially like early high school because he was just killing it and like right. I got to watch him you know but he had his ups and downs and like through that like 
you know, he set the bar really high and I mean, he was a great role model. So it, it gave me a chance to be like, okay, like he's pursuing what he loves. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what do I want to do? You know? So I told my parents, like I had also been playing sports my whole life. Like that's, that's the stand, stand the household for you. Like sports all the time on the TV, playing sports, practicing. So right. I was like, I'm a little burnt out. It wasn't until my senior year that I was like, okay, like haven't really vocalized this, but like kind of interested in music. So like, that's, that's when they were like, oh, sports, you sure? And I was like, no, music. And they were like, okay. So, so yeah, so I mean, it's new to my family, uh, still kind of new to me, but music has been like more of a thing to me than sports recently. Love sports, but yeah, that's more Johnny's thing now. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like it's still in the sin blood to love sports, but it's so interesting to like, you, like you made a good point, you know, growing up with Johnny as your older brother. I mean, it's football was like, everything to the Stantons and at least I mean like I would say even to the Santa Margarita community but it's so it was so it's so cool to see like even as late I mean I don't even want to say late because we are old right we talked about this we're we're still waiting for our first high school reunion but to even (laughs) even to wait until your senior year to be like I think it's music like it's maybe not softball or basketball or whatever it is like it's it's something I have something else and I'm ready to to pursue it so after graduating from Santa Margarita, you went on to the University of Oregon to study public relations. And so after graduating from there, like you jumped right into the social media game and working with a bunch of different companies and different industries, all while kind of managing your own brand and starting this, you know, kind of music career. What was the balance like for you working with these types of organizations, but also trying to create, build and maintain the Katie Stanton brand? It took a while, actually. I After I graduated, I told my parents, I was like, look, here's the thing. I, I do want to figure out music and I haven't allowed myself the time to do that yet. Um, so I would love just to take a year and not be like super stressed out about like finding a job. Mm-hmm. So I, I did fall into a, a wonderful career uh, working in event planning. I worked for a high-end event planner in Los Angeles. And so I helped her out with events, but that's where I started social media. And um So I was able to kind of like do that and then also figure out like, where am I going to get started with music? Like what the heck is going on? (laughs) And then, yeah, it was all around the same time with, you know, like the beginning of the pandemic, I was super lazy. (laughs) So I like, once I started getting that motivation to like make music, that was when I decided like I was going to reach out to new clients and, you know, really like expand my skill set and, you know, make this into a career too. So yeah, balancing the two has been interesting, but it's, it's been a learning curve and it's been fun. So, yeah. Do you see a lot of the techniques that you utilize in helping maybe clients or businesses build their brands in the same sense that you're trying to build yours as well or? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I'll, I'll have a personal like artist shoot and I'm like, oh, that was a really cool way that we edited that video. Like this client would do something really cool with this or, you know, vice versa. And then like the mistakes you make, you know, you learn from them. So it helps because you're able to connect the two and like as exhausting as it is to like you know finish your work day and then basically keep working um it's nice that it's kind of you know the similar like i i need the same skill set to do both so it helps absolutely so like we've kind of talked about right building a brand does take time and there's a lot of pre-planning that goes into it whether it's starting your own music career or a podcast or whatever it is now you released your first single, uh, sorry, single living in the past back in August of 2020, but it's not like you like recorded that song on August 11th. Um, but can you kind of like take us through like the roadmap of like, 
you know, you talked about like when you wanted to start your music career, but when was it like, I want to release a song come summer 2020? Yeah, I, uh, it was so weird because as much as I love music, like music production is a foreign language to me. Mm -hmm. So I would write music all the time and would never see the light of day because I just didn't know what I was doing and didn't know where to begin with that. So um, yeah, so after I graduated, I was like, okay, vocal training, that's great, but like, what's next? And uh, Bobby Crane, who actually went to Santa Margarita, he is an artist himself and a producer. He reached out to me. He was like, hey, like, you're a singer, let's make some music. I was like, all right, like, cool, like, I'm down. So, yeah. so I met up with him. We sat in the studio and I was like, look, I gotta be honest, no idea what's going on here. Uh, you're gonna have to like kind of give me an idea of how to do this because I have songs written. Um, I can sing it, but I, I just don't know how to make a song. Right. So I sat with him, you know, the first time we just kind of like messed around a little bit and made some cool, like, just like, like it messed around. Like we just sing, like listen to beats and stuff like that. But it wasn't until the second time that I really thought about it. And I was like, you know what? Like I wrote this song after I graduated living in the past, like I moved home, wrote the song and I just keep coming back to it. It's been almost a year at this point. And I was like, the fact that I wrote a song and I still like it mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of rare. So I was like, okay, I feel, I feel strongly about this one. I had a gut feeling that I wanted this to be my first single. So yeah, Bobby and I, we sat in the studio, he bared with me. I had the whole song written and I had uh, an idea of what I wanted it to sound like. So he bared with me and took about a, a month and a half until like back and forth the production until we finished it. So yeah, August 12th, living in the past 2020. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so cool to see like the rise, like the countdown on social media. I was so excited and it was so cool to see. It's, you bring up like such a, like, I love the authenticity of it. You're like, I wrote all these songs, but I have no idea how to produce them. I don't know like what's, what kind of beats would be good. Like what kind of rhythms would be good. Like I'm, I'm even just speaking like a foreign language myself right now, but it's like, I had the same thing with this podcast. I was like, well, like I want to talk to people. I don't, I mean, I never owned a microphone. I don't like, yeah. I mean, the only thing I had was a zoom account. Like I was like, I can do that. <laughs> it's just funny. Like it's just a trial by fire. And I feel like even in this pandemic, like, and we've talked about this on the show with a number of different guests, like everyone has found like a side hustle or like a passion project or whatever it is. And whether it's like even just starting a whole new career or like something on the side, like a podcast, it's really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. You too. <laughs> and you know, it's uh, it's funny. Like we actually had Jax Anderson on the show a couple, a couple months ago, actually. She's a singer, songwriter out in Detroit. And you talk about like sitting on a song for over a year and still liking it. And a lot of times like that's a rare thing, okay. but I feel like, we're at a time where like, if you overthink it, you know, you might overanalyze it. And she always said like, something is better than nothing and good is sometimes better than perfect. So like, I feel like, and this like, I, I just, that really resonated with me and I hope it resonates with you in that like, whatever you're writing and you've put out four more additional songs since living in the past, like it's, the music's great. And I think just like keeping going and keeping that going is, is something that's gonna kind of yield to success, I think. Definitely. I mean, it was actually really weird because uh, I was working an event like back when I was just really working events and social media um, or like late 2019. So I was talking to like one of the guys putting together like part of the, you know, party set that we were right. kind of like directing. And he was asking just like about what else I do. And I told him a little bit about singing and he was like, well, have you released anything? And at the time I was like, no, like I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like, 
just do it. He was like, just do it. Everyone that's done it. It was one in a thousand. Like you just got it like release a thousand one will catch on something like that. So I was like, okay, like that just kind of resonated with me and like stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Like nothing has to be perfect. Just keep going. And like, you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, but you have to try. I, exactly. So kind of going off of that, those four additional songs that you've put out, like how, how many have you maybe written since living in the past? And like, are those still songs that you wrote pre-graduation, post-graduation? Like where are these, where are all these songs coming from, Katie? <laughs> all the songs that I've released, uh, aside from living in the past, I've written uh, since living in the past. So uh, I, I couldn't even tell you how many songs I've written because like I said, like I will write a full song and hate it the next day. Like you, (laughs) you you get so tired of yourself, honestly, just like, okay, Katie, we get it. Like you feel this way. (laughs) So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just like something that you have to wait until it sticks. Mm -hmm. And so every single song that I've released has been something that I've written and, you know, still liked (laughs) after a couple weeks of, you know, writing it. And there have been like a couple where like dancing alone is a song I, I released with Bobby. So like, in that case, I wrote the song with him, uh, with him in the studio. So like, that wasn't something I was able to sit on, but it was still something that was fun. And it, like, when you're collaborating with someone else, you tend to like it because they're telling you they like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, you're right. This is good. Right, right, right. Writing a song on your own, you have no idea. But yeah. It's I really experience. don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, it's, you bring up such a, like, it's so funny because like, but when you write this song, you have this like, like feeling of fire whatever it is like you're right like it's like the passion comes on to the to the paper and the words right but then by the time you read it through the third time and sing it the 10th time you're like this feeling is long gone (laughs) like I'm over that guy now I'm over it (laughs) (laughs) the same thing like I get the same thing people are like oh do you listen to your own podcast and like believe me by the time that I do the interview I do the edits I I listen through it one more time before I hit publish I'm like on to the next one best like I hope you enjoy it (laughs) (laughs) so so jumping gears here a little bit we'll go back to the music in just a second you did another kind of venture here in this in this pandemic world uh and starting your own social media agency back in October of 2020 what was like what was that process like while going through everything that you were doing with music well, I mean, it's crazy because I, I decided I was going to start music. And then right after we, my friend, Alyssa Bowman, and I decided to start our AK social, a uh, social media agency. And I mean, we really did this in the middle of a pandemic. So no one was looking to spend that extra money. Like the timing of it was just kind of random, but it was also yeah. a time for us to really like, we're both, we were both at the time still living with our parents. So we were like, you know what, let's take advantage of this and, you know, build a business that we both really enjoy and we like doing. And so we like helping businesses build their brand and, you know, really catering it to each client. So it, it's been nice, but like I said, it's, it's been difficult because you're doing this in the middle of a pandemic and you have to be understanding of, you know, like financial situations, but also what's going to click. Like no one wa- really wants to leave their house. So like yeah. how, what, what makes it interesting? So yeah, it's been a little bit more of a challenge, but I've actually been able to uh, use a mentor, Jared Hendler. Uh, he's the co-founder of Brand Content Agency, which is a marketing firm in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So my first client uh, that I got with AK Social, uh, his son is Jared. And so mm-hmm. he kind of said like, hey, uh, I know you do social media management, but if you're interested, I'd love to like mentor you a little bit on marketing. So 
I've been able to like expand my skill set and then like build my business with marketing too, because of this. So it's just like, I, I really do feel lucky because that's just like, what a luck of like, you know, chance. And right. so it's been interesting, but it's been like very educational. So, yeah. And I feel like you say, like, I do think that obviously like people meeting other people and like way that social media is like, we might not leave our house to do a photo shoot or whatnot, whatever it is that you're trying to build. But the, the, the like core of social media is, is, is bigger than it probably has ever been with this pandemic. Like, you know, artists can't do meet and greets influencers, content creators can't go meet these new fans. Like we had uh, Christine snap. She's a, a viral TikToker that blew up like in February of 2020 she's never done a meet and greet because she's been in this whole lockdown. And so like the way that she's doing that and, and like interacting with her fans is growing her social media. So I feel like, I think you're right. Like, I don't know if people are like welcoming others into a, whether it's a photo shoot or whatnot, but I think people need help with their social media if that's how they want to grow their business, their brand, because social media. Absolutely. Social media is kind of the answer, you know, but it's hard for people to grasp right now. But yeah, I agree completely. Do you think like, kind of like October 2020 versus April 2021 like have you seen people being a little bit more open with doing more photo shoots more people doing their makeup whatever it is like is it a little bit more like inviting a little bit definitely I mean also you know October 2020 August 2020 I mean people were like didn't see an end in the pandemic you know I feel like now people are a little bit more hopeful And so they're kind of like, oh, I got to get back on track. I got to like really focus my business and like expand. So yeah, so definitely, I think people are really like kind of jumping on the train or, you know, like trying to improve where they like where they're at. So Mm -hmm. definitely. Absolutely. So as someone who's trying to build a brand over here at Normal Guy Lazy Eye, (laughs) and obviously you have some expertise, like what are some of the tips or the biggest things that you tell your clients to focus on when they're building a brand from the ground up? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously foundation and like, make sure that the foundation you're setting is something you're passionate about because, you know, otherwise, like if you're not passionate about something, it it could just, you could do it for the rest of your life and just, it could feel mediocre or you could really be passionate about it and like love what you're doing. So setting that foundation. And then the three words that I use differentiation, like find what makes you different and use that, embrace that, be the only person in the room doing that because you may be 10 steps ahead. Hmm. And then engagement, always like engaging with your audience and making them feel heard because it's amazing that they're engaging with you in the first place. (laughs) And then the third one is consistency. I think as long as you're being consistent and, you know, like eventually it'll catch on. Hopefully we're, we're still working on it. (laughs) Me too. too. (laughs) I know. I love it. So, uh, like what, uh, what kind of, t- like kind of going off that, like consistency is important, obviously, but obviously kind of, I keep using the word, obviously, you know, there's this oversaturation in social media. There's yeah. so many different platforms. There's so like, I mean, the amount of posts that I see on Instagram a day has definitely, uh, decreased because I'm not on it as often, but I'm also jumping on different platforms like Snapchat, like TikTok, like Twitter, so how, like, how do you kind of differentiate between the oversaturation that's on the social media market right now? Yeah. I mean, there are so many different platforms to keep up with and it's always changing. So it's like finding that happy medium of staying with like, with the trends and making sure you're kind of staying on top of those trends and sticking with them, but also, you know, differentiating yourself. So it's, it's difficult because you want to enjoy what other people are enjoying and do those things, but you do have to like 
take a couple steps forward and be like, what could other people be interested in that I like can offer? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's different for each person, you know? So you just have to really find that thing that kind of like makes you feel like makes you different. And then having the confidence to put that out there. Yeah, it's, it, it definitely took, I would say it took a barrier a little bit to, to start the podcast on the, I, and I, it's funny, like, I don't think I've ever said this on the show. Like there was a confidence barrier for me. I was like, does anyone want to hear what I have to say? And that's why I was like, well, like, let's talk to other people. And like that way people will hear other people's stories, but but, obviously I am the host of the show. You will hear me every single week. So it's like, are you comfortable with the fact that you're going to hear me? Like I'm going to hear myself too. It's like, that's like the most annoying thing for me. It's yeah, totally. I straight up think about way too frequently. Why am I doing this? Like I question myself all the time, mostly music related. I'm like, do they care? Like, am I releasing this? Like, is anyone going to listen, you know, but at the end of the day, if you love doing it, that's all that matters. So whether you have one listener and it's yourself or, you know, you have a million doesn't matter. I know. And it's so funny. Like the it's, you bring up a great point. Like, I don't care if this, like if my podcast gets one, listen, a hundred, 800, whatever, like the coolest thing for me from this show was like the global reach that I've gotten from this. Like we've been streamed in like 30 plus different countries and I don't go and visit these countries and like go stream the episode. (laughs) That's so interesting. I'm like, who is finding this? How are they finding us? Like, where, where is this coming from? And it, like, it definitely has to do with the guests that we have on the show and their kind of reach, but it's like, just so cool to see that we're, that's we're international. <laughs> I mean, that's really cool. <laughs> it, is, it is like, that's like, everyone's like, what's the coolest thing about the show? And I, I always say like the, like the fact that people in like the Czech Republic or like Cambodia was on the on the thing the other day like it's just it's wild to me it's so fun though it's crazy it is fun it's like oh cool like I hope I hope there's a fan out there being like have you heard the you know normal guy lazy and I don't know maybe (laughs) there definitely is is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like somebody's number one podcast (laughs) and you are definitely someone's number one streamer for sure (laughs) thanks for sure so let's do some let's go back to music for a second let's do some music rapid fire and we've done this with a number of different artists and I I love doing this because everyone has unique answers there's some repeats but I always just love doing this and again my definition of rapid fire is if you if it takes time for you to think of an answer like don't worry about it. I was like I don't know how quick I can be but no no this is not like like the fact that we're gonna I'm gonna cut you off but these are gonna be like just don't don't think too hard about it just try and give me an answer all right okay quick answer and there could be follow-up questions so it's really not that rapid but <laughs> All right. So do you remember the first song that you ever sang? Unfortunately, I do, Jared. Uh, it was Zippity Doodah in the third grade, acapella. <laughs> so <laughs> it was with, I wasn't alone. I was with some friends, but yeah, that's unfortunately the very first song I sang in front of people. That's like, that's, that's, I love that. That's so like, that's genuine. That's I'll powerful. tell you <laughs> the first song I heard you ever sing was oceans at santa margarita and not to get all catholic school on everybody (laughs) get all catholic school jared like and i'm not a catholic but that like when i saw you and danielle up on the stage walking into mass i was like yes like at least we're gonna get some good music today (laughs) thanks you're welcome that was like my the highlight of 
cinema grew to masses because my Jewish father still made me go to all of them, but at least I got to hear some good music. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Danielle and I like live together you know, basically since I'm actually going to move in with her again, but yeah, we always talk about that. We're like, remember our church days? <laughs> well, I do. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what is who, sorry, who is the dream musician you would want to collaborate with next? All right, it's Dua Lipa, and I don't think there's much explanation needed on that one. But nope. uh, she's yeah, I think we could just leave it at that. <laughs> I she Dua Peep, Grammy winning artist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. I was I was listening, I was watching some influencers reels or like Insta story or whatnot, and like I just started cracking up. They're like, I'm watching the Grammys, and I can't help but forget. I can't help but remember the time that Dua Lipa was named Dua Peep. <laughs> and i i cracked up she's she's iconic and like she really I, is. I mean her 2020 her 2021 was absolutely incredible oh i think it helped us all get through the pandemic <laughs> yes absolutely no i mean absolutely. that performance though like her most recent performance like i was like i want that to be me like i want to do that with you <laughs> that's all i was thinking so. i love it i love it so um if you can you just okay so can you describe your first performance in one word it doesn't have to be the zippity doodah song but your first performance in front of an audience maybe uh I would say awkward mostly because it's it's really uncomfortable as much as you love to do it and like I mean as soon as I step on stage and start singing I I like get this rush and like excitement and I love it but you know your first time performing you're so excited and you're like heads thinking like so many things at once that your like body doesn't really know how to like what to do. So like <laughs> when I, when my parents would film it and then I'd look back, I was like, Oh, I don't want to see that. Like, nope, I'll just keep it up. Okay. Like stage presence, got to work on it a little yep. bit. <laughs> awesome. All right. Can, all right. So who is your biggest musical inspiration? I would have to say Banks. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Banks, but she's amazing. I literally am obsessed with everything she's created. And as much as like, I love Dua Lipa and I want to perform with her, there are like artistic things that Banks does that just like are crazy inspiring. And I know deep down, like I, I could never be Banks. I'm Katie, like Banks is Banks. I get that. But like, I want to be her sometimes. Right. So the things you come up with are so cool and so different. And like, I, I just, I think she's the coolest person. So like, I do get ideas and like use them in my own way just I'm kind of like okay like that was really cool that was like like empowering in a way like she's kind of like badass and I'm like mm -hmm. okay I want to do that but like I'm not being so I'll, I'll figure out in my own Katie way how to do that but it's an inspiration right it's it like, is it's yeah like a way to, to drive to that and would you do you do you, would you say that you have like a defined genre that you like to do or that you would classify your music as or is it more genre fluid <laughs> I think like as of right now, I'm every song I release has been different and I'm purposefully doing that uh, because I'm seeing what other people like to listen to. But at the same time, everything I release is something you know, I feel passionate about. It's just what catches, what's kind of going to be my thing. Um, so yeah, that's, I'm still in the process of learning all of that. But I think at the end of the day, they're all pop based. Mm -hmm. you know whether it's alternative pop whether it's like a little bit edm pop um i mean it's all somewhat comes down to like more being a pop so i think pop is like the genre it's just a matter of which direction i go from there it's interesting we like we've had artists come on and say like well i'm definitely a country singer or we had spencer crandall on the show who like would you would classify as a country singer 
but he'll be the one to tell you he's like i it's not a country album it's just an album and like i don't think there'll ever be a day that like because obviously the grammys have to have best pop vocal or like best you know best pop album whatnot but i think it's interesting artists like i mean the prime example is like someone like taylor swift right is like the jumping of genres and switching through genres and kind of just being like nope i'm just gonna this is the music that i'm putting on this right now yeah it's what i'm feeling exactly so do you have a i i think i know the answer to this question but i could be completely wrong do you have a dream venue that you would want to perform at i don't know if you know the answer to this one i i actually am surprising because like i obviously thought like la venues would be huge but actually red rocks amphitheater in colorado just kind of a dream venue for me okay that wasn't my guess i was gonna say staples center I was I was going on the LA side, I mean, but yes. I mean, Red Rocks has to be like a top five for pretty like much every venue ever. Like, of course, of course, I would love to perform at the Staples Center, but like right. Red Rocks Amphitheater is just so cool. Yeah, exactly. All right. So if you weren't living in Orange County, beautiful, sunny, OC, rub it in, I get it. Where would you want to live? New York, I think. Not forever. I just think it would be a fun place to live for a couple of years in my 20s post pandemic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think like, I mean, obviously like Nashville places like that sound like so much fun, but New York's just kind of always been somewhere I want to live for a little bit. I I can't get on that train with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And like, I, I'm, no, it's not like, I'm not like, I'm not a diehard Bostonian <laughs> anymore. Like I'm not like, I'm, I'm a transplant. I, I'm from Orange County. Everyone thinks I'm still the weirdo, but it's like, I don't, New York is just so big to me. I don't know. It it's like yeah. LA has like the different kind of like valleys and like areas around it like you don't have to live in downtown LA and like Boston's very similar in the sense of like there's Boston's like the size of a very like Cota de Casa right like like downtown Boston is that big like I live like outside of Boston so it's not like everything but New York is just so big I don't know it is big but I just I don't know I've always wanted to live in a big city at some point in my 20s and I can't do hot weather. I know New York gets hot. I'm not, I'm not kind of being dramatic here, but like, I think, I think at the end of the day, I'll probably just stay with California, but New York has always been like a fun big city. Yeah. Cause I don't know if you know this, like Southern California gets hot with the quote unquote dry heat, but the humidity of a New York summer, you're smelling hot dog water for miles in the summer. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, realistically I'll visit New York. (laughs) Come up to Boston too. It's just as, it's probably nicer. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. So, all right. Who is, all right. I hope you, I hope you prepped this a little bit, but if you didn't, that's fine too. Who is on Katie Stanton's Mount Rushmore of artists? Now you get four groups, bands, musicians, songwriters, but it can be like, like you can say one direction and that's not like one of each four. Like you can say that, but you don't have to. But that's kind of like how this of one went. direction is my answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to go classics because I think I, I don't think I can choose from like current artists right now. There's so many that I love, but I'll go classics. Um Amy Winehouse, Elton John is probably mm-hmm. my top. Um Frank Sinatra. I feel very passionate about Frank Sinatra. I love it. And then Stevie Wonder. Wow. You got, yeah. you, you pretty much hit all the genres there too. <laughs> I love it all. There you go. That's, that's an awesome top four. 
That, I love that. Yeah. yeah, we've we've had people give like more recent answers. I like that you jump back to the classics. I, I had to because I mean I could give you Dua Lipa and Banks and Tomish and Billie Eilish all day long. I listen to them twenty four seven. But mm-hmm. for starting like the root of this stuff. Yeah, you gotta you got you gotta pay homage to the classics. I think. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So, what is the biggest goal for Katie Stanton here in twenty twenty one? Gosh. Well, I hope that performing live would, you know, at some point in 2021 be a possibility. So I guess that's my biggest goal. Um, fingers crossed, but I don't know. <laughs> Got it. I, 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 I'll be, if you come out to Boston, I'll be at your first live show out here. My first live show. Let's make it Boston. <laughs> let's make it Boston. I, I can get you some venues. We can get this going. <laughs> make it like a half live podcast, half live singing thing. It'll be fun. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Dynamic duo there. All right. So we have this question that we ask every single person on the show. It's the last question that I have for you. If you were to write your autobiography today, what would be the title of it and why? Okay. Oh gosh, this is hard. Oh my gosh, this is really difficult. Okay. I'm really thinking about this one. I love it. <laughs> um, I don't know how to say this in like a creative way. So this is actually like really anticlimactic. <laughs> but I think it would be like life advice from someone you shouldn't take life advice from. I love that. But it would just be, it sounds it sounds really bad, super anticlimactic, but I will figure out the right wording and get back to you. So, so why that title though? Because I have no idea what I'm doing. Like you make, you made me sound so fun. Like making music, you know, started my social media agency, which I mean, it's, it is really fun. And I'm really proud of myself for like getting that going. But at the same time, I'm completely winging it. Like I'm completely winging it. That's, that's my, that's my whole MO. I'm just the normal guy with the lazy eye. Like we're just here to have a good time. Like, yeah, Really? <laughs> We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. (laughs) Well, Katie, it's always great to catch up with you. We will definitely like. I don't even know if we have to be a part of the party planning committee for the for the SM alumni reunion. Have to happen. Uh, (laughs) I wish you all the best and keep doing you. Keep putting out great music, and uh, we'll definitely stay in touch. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jared. It's been so good catching up. Of course. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. So a big thank you to Katie for coming on this week's show. I'm I'm so glad the listeners got to hear your story, Katie. And for all my listeners out there, whether you're here in the United States, like we talked about, if you're one of those streamers out in those 30 plus countries, let's go gas Katie up. Let's get those streams up. Let's blow Katie up because she is an incredible individual and I'm so excited for her and I was so happy that she came on this show to tell her story. I'll be sure to leave links to all things Katie in the description of this week's podcast. Go check out her newest songs. Go check out her Instagrams. She's incredible. I can't say enough good things about her. But if you like listening to this podcast and you like hearing from incredible guests like Katie, be sure to follow us on Instagram too, at normalguylazy. I will be posting some clips from this week's episode. You'll find some great new stuff over there as well. 
big thank you to all the listeners for continuing to show your support for the show. I cannot stress it enough. I would not be doing this show if it wasn't for you guys. So thank you all so, so much. That does it for all the shameless plugs. That does it for another incredible episode. I will see you all next Wednesday.